Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is the one. Keanu. You actually kind of look like Keanu Reeves right now with your hair and your beard going on. You've got some Keanu going on. I like it. Thank you. I wish I had the glasses. Yeah, where are your glasses? I don't have it. I totally think I was looking at Neil right now if he had glasses on. So today we are talking The Matrix Resurrections, aka Matrix 4. Was it mind-blowing like in 1999 or a cash grab? We'll let you know. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, before we get into Matrix talk here, I need some beer. Definitely need some beer for this, too. <laughs> so that had beer before, during, and to cope. Oh, I had I had one during. <laughs> yep. About 30 minutes into the movie, I'm like, hey, beer. This could use this could use some smoothing over. This could use right. some alcohol. Yep. So yeah. We had a stout. Now for the show here, I've got Deschutes Red Chair Northwest PA. And nice. this thing is delicious. You've had red chair, I'm sure, before. Yeah, I've had that before. Yeah, everybody has. Nice. And I took a note from your book. I actually had one of these left over from Christmas, but I got the Breakside Salted Car- Caramel Stout. So I haven't had one in a long time, but I bought a couple because uh, Shiloh's aunt is really likes dark beer. So I brought a couple so we could have some while we were over there. And she said she really liked it. Oh, good. Yeah, they're, they're delicious. And uh Lately, I've only seen them in the bottle, which I think is actually better in the bottle than the can. Yeah, I did just buy two bottles because they were out of four packs when I went to Breakside. It was messed up, man. But that's okay. That's all right. Well, shall we? Let's get into some movie news here. I think there's a couple yeah, only things a couple things this week. I mean, it was Christmas week, so it's kind of light. That's crazy but... that we're at the end of the year. 2021 is coming to an end. Yeah, I just see memes like 2022 on your left. Like, holy fuck, it's almost here. So great. But yeah, I mean, luckily, I think it was yesterday, we got a new Batman trailer titled like The Cat and the Bat, which so we got, I didn't watch it because I'm like, I've already seen enough. I saw the two trailers. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I want to wait till I see the movie. So, so I watched it. I don't want to say it gave anything away. Definitely showed new footage. Um, I think if anything, it gave a little too much Riddler stuff away, but it, it was fun good trailer wasn't necessary i everybody i talked to was pumped for this movie like we don't need any more trailers but it was still a good trailer that hopefully didn't give anything away and i i plan on not watching it again so hopefully i forget about a lot about it by the time march rolls around here but still solid trailer i mean that's three solid trailers for this movie we've gotten i can't be any more excited i don't think so yeah i mean i did see still shots which i think were from the trailer that gave us a better look at like Catwoman with Zoe Kravitz, like more in like a Catwoman costume sort of deal. If we don't stand up, no one will. You got a lot of cats. Never think about strays. Which I'm like, that looks good. I thought it looked really cool, and I'm still yeah. Except I'm I'm still super pumped for this movie. Comes out in March, so we're almost there. Selena, don't throw your life away. Don't worry, honey. I got nine of them. I keep forgetting that's coming out in March too. When I was like making my list, like looking at what was coming out in 2022 and it's slated for March. I'm like, right. I guess it got delayed from like October, October, November of this year, but they didn't delay it by much. So I'm like, Oh shit. Like it's not, I'm like thinking that's a fall movie, but nope, it's March. 
Nah, I'm kind of glad I didn't get thrown in with all these Marvel films and everything. I'm kind of glad it's going to just be middle of spring, beginning of spring. I think that's perfect for it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited though. Still very excited. And speaking of Marvel, we I just wrote down because I had to talk about it because um, Spider Man did pass a billion dollars in box office revenue, so that makes it the first movie, essentially like pandemic wise that has made a billion dollars nice well well deserved and it what did it what in just uh 10 days or something crazy like that something like that i mean it even passed i think 500 million domestically too it's awesome it's just fucking crazy so cool. So we'll see. I know. So like, part of me is cool. just like, yeah, I want Batman to make that much, but it's not going to make that much. I think it'll come close-ish. I don't think it's going to have a two sixty opening weekend, but I think it's gonna, it's gonna be pretty solid opening weekend for Bat- the Batman. I hope so. But then again, I thought that was going to happen for Suicide Squad, and it just didn't. Yeah, but this it's still Batman though. But yeah, it was disappointing. As great as that movie was, that had pretty crappy box office over the summer. Because it deserved a little love. It deserved more than that, I think. But then I've gotten a lot of mixed reviews from people who are like, it wasn't that good. I'm like, that's so weird because I loved it. But to each their own, I guess. (laughs) Should we talk that uh, Nick Cage trailer? I forget the name of the film. You sent it to me. This is like maybe a week and a half old now, but. Uh, Well, yeah, it was the Nick Cage trailer of Nick Cage playing himself. uh, And it's called like the weight of total utter greatness something like that something along those lines i gotta say that the trailer cracked me up and i am looking forward to that film i mean it's him and pedro pascal uh and it actually uh looks the trailer looked fucking hilarious and i was i remember hearing about that movie a while ago totally forgot it existed until this trailer dropped but damn did it it, it looked like something that'd be right on my alley. Just like, this looks so meta, but it feels very self-aware. And like, he's kind of embracing the Nick very Cage self-aware. ridiculousness. Yeah. But yeah, the unbearable weight of massive talent is what it's called. Okay. And it is very <laughs> tongue-in-cheek just in the trailer. Uh, I, I can't wait. It looks fun. Yeah, it's going to come out in April. So not too long. I'm sure that'll probably be streaming pretty pretty soon too. Wait, but yeah that's pretty much all i got for moonies like i said it's been the holidays so not a lot's been coming out all right well let's move on here yeah i think as far as other stuff i saw we were both talking about this earlier we just saw christmas movies in the last week and matrix films so let's just uh yeah let's just get into some matrix just enter the matrix So the Matrix Resurrections, written and directed by Lana Wachowski, starring Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Neil Patrick Harris, Jada Pickett Smith, and not starring Hugo Weaving or Lawrence Fishburne. It sure doesn't, man. It sure, sure doesn't. doesn't. No, see, what's a, like a quick synopsis of this here? So, return to the world of two realities: one, everyday life; the other, what lies behind it. To find out if his reality 
is a construct to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the white rabbit once more. Ooh. All right, Daniel. So, I mean, this is, uh, you're obviously, the first Matrix came out in 1999. You were just a kid, so you probably didn't see it for a while. Probably didn't see the sequels in theaters either, I'm assuming. What's kind of your history with this franchise, with the original trilogy, with the Animatrix? Have you seen any of it? Uh, Well, Jordan, my... (laughs) It's funny because you're my older brother so i mean like you said i was three when this movie came out so i didn't see it until you showed it to me and it was like one of those movies that you showed it to me when i was like 10 11 maybe even a little younger and it was like one of those things that you probably like don't tell mom and dad we're gonna watch this uh and then i watched it and i'm like this is the best fucking movie i've ever seen in my entire life we are about to watch the matrix yeah i'm sure it was something like that like you probably just like I remember watching it with you, but you probably sat me down like, you're not going to tell mom and dad I showed you this. It was probably like, I was probably like 10 or 11. And I remember watching it and be like, yeah, this is one of those movies that you watch as a kid. You're like, this is one of the best fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Because I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. The kick-ass action. Even if you didn't kind of quite follow what the story was, was, you still got kick-ass action and sweet effects. Um, Yeah, Sweet effects. um, The score is great. Yeah, but also just like, and it's so much cooler to go back and watch it now because like I have more cultural references. Like I'm a huge, like I watch a lot of anime and watch a lot of animation. I read a lot of like more nerd culture stuff. So I actually understand more of like what was actually the context of what they were doing, which just makes it better as in like an old, like just getting older to watch it. Like, yeah, it was cool because it was action packed and just like, sweet kung fu and all that stuff and then like the ending like shootout is still awesome mm-hmm. but you know to go back and be like yeah dude this okay this makes more sense now because they're inspired by these things and i've actually seen these things now you know so it is cool to watch it being older but yeah that's like my history i never ended up watching the second two because i'm pretty sure you at that point were like don't watch these they're terrible the Matrix is a standalone movie anyway, you know, and then they made two sequels. And my only other like in early experience, especially was again, the Animatrix, which I saw apparently way too young because I still remember that you were babysitting me and my friend and you're like, we're going to you rented this. You're like, this is going to be awesome. They're going to love this. Um, and I just remember seared into my brain just like a robot hand crushing a human skull very slowly and it's like (laughs) brains and blood popping out and then i'm just like nope i can't do this and you turned it off because we both got freaked out i'm feeling mom i I don't know if i did that but i'm like no i can't do this i'm scared now what the fuck (laughs) that's not what happens in animaniacs yeah exactly so it's just yeah, those are my two like earliest experiences. So uh, I, you know, did you but I'm also them recently? I didn't watch the Animatrix. I did rewatch the first one. The first one, okay. Because I'm like, yeah, let's let's get like the high water mark because it just goes downhill from the first one. But the Animatrix, I didn't get to see that, but I did haven't seen clips of it. I'm like, I really need to sit down and watch that again because I'm sure, obviously, I wouldn't get scared now, or maybe I would, but. Or I'm just going to watch it and be like, I can't believe I was scared of this shit. 
It's all on HBO Max right now. Yeah. So, well, do, you, do you want to give a brief, brief thoughts of brief, brief thoughts on the resurrections, or just wait till I, I give my quick history? I mean, I guess. Well, let's you, say you, know, this... you go first. You go first. Okay. Well, so my history at the Matrix goes back to 1999 when it first came to theaters. I remember not necessarily sneaking into the theater. It's just this theater didn't didn't care if you're under 17 they let you into an r-rated movie i mean within reason i think it was like if you're like 13 or up they let you into an r-rated film anyway i remember i probably told my parents oh yeah i gotta go see uh, awesome powers you know or some pg-13 movie i remember going with my friend trevor who just lived a couple houses down we went and saw the matrix and i just remember us sitting in our seats and we just had our minds blown in the theater that day i mean blown i mean that was probably one of the last films because we, we talked about this before how nothing really surprises you anymore there aren't a lot of firsts for our generation anymore like the first time we saw this or first time we saw that you know like bonnie and clyde the first time you ever saw a gun go off and where the bullet went and or where the bullet hit in the same shot there just weren't you know weren't surprises like that for us really anymore as far as firsts go but there were still a few back in 1999 in the matrix i mean yeah again we just had our socks blown off we were entertained i mean we just we just walked out of there with our jaws on the ground. Like we just couldn't believe what we saw. It wasn't just a sweet action film. I'm just the story and everything. I remember just the ride home, us just talking and talking and talking about like different concepts and things like that with the story. But we, we, yeah, we, we had a blast. And that was also, um, I had kind of, you know, I'd seen a couple of Keanu Reeves movies before that. I'd seen Speed, but I still wasn't necessarily sold of him as being a, a action hero. Oh, I was sold after that. I'm like, oh, Keanu Reeves can do action. Dude, oh, that yeah. movie made Keanu Reeves like, yeah. I mean, like he's in a he was in stuff before that, and he's good. But like this, just this blew him up to superstardom. You talking about bra? Point Break totally made Keanu Reeves. I mean, <laughs> it's a great movie, but damn, when your character name is Johnny Utah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Check out our review from earlier this year, Point Break, the original with Patrick Swayze. I still Swayze remember and thinking Reeves. that that was just people making fun of the movie. Then I watched him like, your character name is Johnny Utah. Is that's Johnny your name. Utah. You're an FBI <laughs> agent. Your name's Johnny Utah. That wasn't a nickname. That's your name. That is your name. Yes. <laughs> your name. That's on your badge. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, I mean, I think I got that on VHS before DVD. Maybe I had just got it on DVD. I don't remember when I first started collecting DVDs, early 2000s. But yeah, I think for 1999, um, 2000, I was still doing VHS. So I remember getting that movie and watching it a bunch. And that's probably when I eventually was like, hey, Daniel, check this out. Because then, yeah, then in 2003, this is still, this was not very common yet, where they were recording, um, or excuse me, when they were filming sequels back to back sometimes. They filmed Matrix 2 and 3 back-to-back and were releasing them like six months apart. So very hyped for a sequel to this. I'm like, I don't know where this is going because the first one has a beginning, middle, and end and good conclusion. I don't know where this this is going, but I can't wait to see it. So the Animatrix got released just before the Matrix Reload hit theaters. I remember running that from theaters. Or, excuse me, renting that probably a blockbuster. I think it was still a thing then. Renting probably. that, watching all that first to kind of lead up into Reloaded. And yeah, I could not wait for Reloaded. Overall, I was, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I was still 
pretty hyped up and pretty excited for Reloaded. I mean, there's some kick-ass action scenes in that. I hadn't watched it probably since it was in theaters, but I went back and rewatched it just today, actually. And I think overall, Reloaded, other than a few effects here and there that need to be touched up, Reloaded holds itself up pretty well. Um, you go, But you go from one complete story to a part one and part two with the second and third one. And I didn't, unfortunately I didn't have time for to go uh, rewatch Revelations, but still, I remember seeing that six months later and being fairly disappointed. Like overall, I didn't think the movie sucked. Like you hear a lot of people like, oh, that movie was trash. That third one or even both of those sequels were trash. I didn't think they were trash. Still like Reloaded quite a bit. But the third one, just it just kind of fell short. Like everything felt rushed to finish the story. So, yeah. And again, I didn't go back and rewatch it. I didn't have time to rewatch it before uh, Resurrection. So I just watched a recap video. But I might go back soon and rewatch it. We'll see. But so, yeah, I've watched, I've definitely seen the first one over the years here and there. And anytime it gets a theatrical re release, I go see it in theaters, which probably happened at least twice since I've originally saw it in theaters. So, nice. but yeah, definitely still a huge fan of the original. It's a sweet, sweet movie. Definitely one of my top 10 of that year. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the movie. Plus, it's one of those movies that like it has like it reeks of the 90s, but like in the best ways possible. Just how, you know, just in like, you know, dark, gritty 90s. You're like all black, all leather, guns. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's one of those movies like it still works very well for the Matrix. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. Well, that was a good year for movies, though. You had Fight Club that year. American Beauty. There's a, <laughs> You're like, yeah, just the one. No, no there's a, yeah, we, we talked a couple years ago. A lot of good movies came out that year. Anyway, let's talk some resurrections. I guess let's give our general thoughts. So you rewatched the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Then you went into Resurrections. Did you see this in theaters or at home? I watched it at home just because it came out over Christmas. I just didn't have time to go see it in a the theater. Yeah. Which might have helped the viewing experience a little bit. Eh, I don't know. But I was just pausing. like I did a lot of pausing, grabbing a beer, pausing, going to the bathroom, pausing, let the dog out. There, yeah. I mean, okay, because I remember like seeing the initial trailer and they cut an amazing first trailer for this. Mm-hmm. Like it did actually get me excited, but then I had to be like, well, hang on. Daniel, there's a couple of rules that it's breaking. One is it's over a decade since the last one, you know, which is always a red years. flag. How many years? 18. Exactly. Almost two decades later. So that's like one of my big rules. Like if it takes longer than like five, maybe six years, like definitely like 10 and above, like you just, it's not going to be good so there is issue number one especially if it's a comedy comedy sequels with that big of gaps i don't think i've ever seen a good one yet <laughs> zombie land 2 is the only one that i can say i still actually enjoyed that movie not as much as the first one but i gen- genuinely enjoyed zombie I'll, I'll give that one a pass but your dumb and dumber sequel your zoolander sequel hot trash yeah exactly so that's like rule number one so i'm like okay be cautious you know and then you also have to factor in like matrix is so unique where you're like yeah like well over a decade later you're like it's not going to be good but then you think i'm like well the second and third one are arguably not good they're at least not as good as the first one by a mile 
And post post Matrix, the Winchowskis haven't had the greatest track record either. True. True. So it's kind of like, okay, it's built on like the anticipation built on some very shaky ground with those, all those factors included, but it kind of just seemed like there was some hope that like, well, you know, the second and third one aren't very good. So maybe we can, they learn from their mistakes and it's not even the Wachowski, they were producing it, but I don't think either of them directed it. You one know, did. one did, or was he a code? Were they a co-director? What's that? Were they a co-director? No. So, yeah, the Winchowski brothers back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, they have since then become the Winchowski sisters, and one of them, Lana, directed this one. Okay. Okay, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention to the credits. But to have that happen, it, you know, like, it's kind of interesting. We're like, yeah, again, Matrix hasn't been... They haven't topped the first one in the in the entire trilogy, you know, so it was kind of like, okay, well, maybe they've learned, maybe they'll do something interesting. Like technology's gone a long way. There's a lot of potential for this to be something, especially because we've essentially entered the matrix. That as was one society. thing for me is how much they took they uh, took advantage of technology back in 1999. I'm like, well, 20 years later, there. I mean, we'll see. Well, sky's the limit. We'll see what they can do. Anyway, continue. Exactly. So it's kind of like it had this amalgamation of like it's breaking a lot of rules for me that I'm like. Just don't get excited for any of this, but it's also like it had the potential because it's based around like technology and like what horrendous things can happen when it runs rampant. And we've gotten more glimpses of that as like terrifyingly so since the Matrix has come out. So I'm like, there's a lot of things they could do with this and make it actually really interesting. And I think that's one of the biggest things is just it doesn't make it interesting. And being in the Matrix is not the greatest part of this movie. You know, I don't know. It's just, it fell flat for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like I said, watch the first two in the last 24 hours. Watch a quick recap video, which moves in minutes. Amazing recap channel on YouTube. That guy, he's doing the Lord's work. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, you sent job. me his his entire recap of the Fast and Furious tri- like not trilogy like the all of them the saga, leading up to yeah. I think Fast Nine. He explains the stories and uses the correct visuals at the moment so so flawlessly in my book that yeah. Anyway, so I just fast tracked Resurrections and went straight into, or excuse me, uh, Revolutions and went straight into Resurrections, and I mean I, I'm. Very open-minded. I've already, I haven't really watched reviews, but I've heard a lot of mixed things still, or even just based on like um, titles of videos. I'm getting the idea that it's very mixed reviews out there. Not, not, no one's praising it like Spider-Man No Way Home. So I still, it's like, you know, I'm just going to sit down, try to clear my mind and just watch. And, you know, like Daniel was saying, it was a great cut trailer. It definitely had me curious, but I still was, cautiously optimistic going in but so down started watching i'm i'm still trying to process it i guess as far as how i felt about it it just overall it fell flat like there were some good moments in it but overall they just dropped the ball big time i mean if i had to say you know you have the first matrix way up here they, it's just been a steady decline from movie after movie after movie because i will say by far this is definitely the worst of the four by far which I think would be hard. You would think it'd be hard to beat 
the third matrix because i think favor i think now like you said 20 years later i think people look more favorably on the second one it just had an impossible task almost of following up the matrix that also had a complete story to go along with it and then to have a middle child movie before like the ending of a trilogy that i don't think was actually planned from the get-go yeah it makes me wonder like did they have back in 2003 when uh resolutions ended do they have ideas for a fourth one like like do they uh, write a script and then just kind of throw it on the shelf and then 15 years later dust it off and like, eh, i mean maybe this could be possible i mean i think a lot of it there's a great line in this movie when the guy's talking to him about video games he's like you know talking about like well warner brothers they said they're going to do this with or without us but either way they want something new I, and that's the thing i'm like i don't know if that's a great line because it's super like that's another thing we haven't mentioned but the fourth well, one is like it's super obvious what this movie is though it's a cash grab yep and they do I, but that's the thing it's one of those things that like you can make that work for a movie if you write it well enough and it's like executed well but like yeah like i said there's a lot of moving parts that i enjoyed like i don't mind movies being meta but when you're like the mate oh i guess that's kind of a bit of a spoiler but yeah, they they point out that like, oh, they're gonna make this movie without with or without us. So we just jumped on board to try and at least do something with it, you know. So I'm like, but you're pointing out that this is not, you know, this is just a cash grab, which is all Hollywood is now, pretty much. At least it feels like it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just like the meta elements of this. Like, I mean, the other ones were meta, but to a certain degree, but the meta didn't take like. I don't really ever remember it being like the meta aspects of it were like upfront driving the story instead of like the story being there, but had meta elements, I guess. So what, what are at least a few things that work for you? Like, let's talk about some positive first, if there's any. I mean, the, the most that worked for me is just like Keanu Reeves back as Neo is awesome after 20 years and seeing, uh, I always forget her name, but uh, the woman who plays Trinity. Carrie Ann Moss. Back. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, you know, we've seen John Wick. We've, Keanu Reeves, like, is still in a lot of stuff. Haven't she, seen her in forever, though. She was in Jessica Jones, at least season one. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, but that still was five, six years ago. Yeah, it's been a few years. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely cool to see them together. Like, honestly, I can't, like, I'm already upset that I know, like, canonically, Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus dies in like a Matrix game or something. Um, but I'm like, but you have a character who's essentially like he's Morpheus. I'm like, but like, just give us a new character and not pretend like this guy's Morpheus. I know he's his son. Uh, I think right. Yeah, the, this new Morpheus. Well, I guess that we're talking pause stuff right now. <laughs> right, right, right. It just. Well, okay, okay, yeah. It just. I'm glad these characters came back. Like, it's cool to see them together. And there are a few decent action sequences, but it just felt like, again, it just like, maybe I was so checked out that I'm just like, even if this is good, the, everything that pads out the before and after for these just isn't. So, I mean, I guess the action's good for the most, give or take. That I know we're like positive. I'm trying to think positively, Jordan, but it's really hard. Positive. We uh, can even I do like... spoilers now. I don't care if we do spoilers now. Okay, we can do spoilers now then. But yeah, like I like seeing Neo. I mean, because Keanu, you know, I love seeing Trinity again. 
and then it kind of just like ends there besides like some action that happens in the movie <sighs> which is really sad i thought there'd be I, like I more i don't know go ahead jordan honestly i cannot tell if we're being set up for a sequel or not or if this is just a one and done fourth film like is this the beginning of a new trilogy well they but almost it, ended it like how they ended the original one where neo just flies off into the sunset then you're like well, I didn't know we could do that. And they're like, well, maybe there's more. Maybe there's not. It's still contained, though. But this one, I don't know, just with all the meta aspects, it's, kind of, you know, with them being like, I mean, first of all, to like be like in the real world, quote unquote, like what Keanu Reeves is a game developer in his game series, The Matrix. He did the Matrix trilogy and now they're going to make a new one without. And so he's like, well, I got to help make the game or else they're going to do it without me. Well, we're gonna make deal. a shitty one if I don't help him. Well, I I really do like that. That's where we find Neo now. He's a programmer, a game programmer. He created one of the best games ever. Like it's almost like he was the creator of the Halo trilogy or something like that. <laughs> best video game, you know, developer ever. And yeah, I, it was it was kind of cool. Like I I actually did like the as far as so back to our talking positive stuff. I did like the first act. I think a lot overall, kind of just getting reintroduced to the world. I enjoyed it for a while. Um, I, I'm trying to think of where it's sort of falling apart, but yeah, I, I enjoy the first act. Oh, I guess I on. guess one of the positive notes is Neil Patrick Harris's presence in the movie was good. Yes. He had a great monologue, way bigger than I thought it was going to be too. In there, yeah, you didn't get that. You just thought he was going to be like maybe in the beginning, like maybe you know, Neo is just like getting some therapy, and then he goes off and he goes down the rabbit hole or something like. That. That's what I thought, but yeah, he had thought, a way bigger just... presence. And I just love Neil Patrick Harris as an actor. You know, it's cool to see him when you do. Mm -hmm. And I think he did have a good, like, I mean, he had a good presence in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean, some action scenes were good too. Uh, one of the, okay. One of the things that like kind of bummed me out the note, especially cause we already touched on it, like Matrix and Kung Fu, like, go hand in hand and you have like a lot they worked really hard on the choreography in the first one and like i think in the whole matrix trilogy even if it's like i still think the first one's probably the best but they still have like great fight scenes in the second and third one you know so to go from that to having you know like how marvel does their fight scenes where it's just quick cuts quick cuts like there's no punches landing they're just cut 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 and that yeah. sucks the soul out of the fights especially because kung fu is so integrally like intertwined with the matrix i think the only fight i really liked was his new the fight with new morpheus that was cool, especially how it ended too with him just blowing the whole place apart that was cool but you're right uh, are you thinking more like the warehouse scene which is cut 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 yeah cut. i mean like yeah that was probably the worst one but they didn't really it they don't let very many hits land before like you know it's just i don't know it just again it's just very noticeable especially after rewatching the first one and then you have a couple weird like carbon copies when he's fighting like mr smith but not mr smith but when they're fighting like he does the exact same like dodges and mr smith punches through a pillar mm -hmm. you know which also like and then a lot of one thing that i wasn't expecting is like the the reused footage from the first one yeah, there was a lot of that throughout. There was there was a lot. <laughs> a lot. 
I, I'm like, is it two and a half hours? Well, it's weird. It's, and, a lot- and did Lawrence Fishburne, I haven't looked it up. Did he just not want to be a part of this or was he not even asked to come back? I don't know. I, I don't even know if he I was don't know. Asked. I know it's probably in his 60s now. I don't know what his health is like now. Maybe he just is not in good shape for this kind of role. I don't mm. know. But was, was the new Morpheus supposed to be the original Morpheus' the son? Yes, I believe so. I think I that's what I heard. Seemed like he's just like, about, I'm like just, I just got the impression that he's just, I'm programmed, I'm Morpheus, you know, our new program Morpheus. I, I don't know. Because he, he didn't actually have a real world body, right? He was just like those um, little bead things for, for in the real world, right? I, let's think. It's also just weird. I don't, I, I got the impression, especially from people talking about, like, I think lore wise he's somehow morpheus the son whether morpheus like just created that program that he is or not and i did just look it up apparently morpheus was not asked to join the film okay but that as was from an interview from october 31st of 2021 so fairly recently so i guess he was never asked to join the film which is a shame yeah try to think some more positive because i guess we get on to the i don't know I guess we get the mix before we go into the bad or just go straight. I don't know. It's just more like some stuff's good, other stuff's bad. It just just kind of fell apart. It was just good. The, the story was kind of bland. I mean, what are we trying to do? Um, what what tell me the story? Like, how did you interpret the story? That's I honestly like, like I was how, go ahead. Like I was gonna say, but how does how does Neo like not remember his past? I don't know. How did you interpret all that? I mean, I guess it kind of felt like, you know, like it just felt like like he kind of like somehow got restuck in the matrix, whether it rebooted or he never actually they never actually got out of the matrix to begin with. I'm not really sure, but it just feels like like essentially it just felt like it well, it felt like a soft reboot, like kind of like air quotes, very tongue in cheek there. But like, you know, like where he's back, like being a program developer and oh the matrix were the games but then you like go back to like well the matrix is actually real again it i just really don't know man like it just it went too meta it got a bit convoluted he he sees trinity she's not trinity anymore per se same things happened to her she memory wiped i i don't know i was trying to make sense of it Again, I like the first the first act of this, but yeah, just this, the movie kind of progressed. But it got to a point where like, okay, I'm woken up again. Trinity's over here next to me. We got to wake her up again. Does she want to get woken up? Does she not want to get woken up? I don't know. I don't. I, 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 didn't, I didn't see the last act being a whole, like, let's save Trinity from the pod. I didn't see that at all. And their, their execution of it just seemed way, way too easy. With how many machines guard these things, it seemed way too easy. Well, the thing that you get to fall back on, and like he's the one, right? I don't even, they weren't really even talking about that much in this one, but it's just again, just seemed like way too easy of a task. And all of a sudden, she's safe, she's awake, it's fine. I don't know. The motorcycle chase has some fun moments. I mean, I'll, I'll give it that as far as some good parts. The bodies falling out of the buildings, splatting all over the place like bombs it was pretty funny. Yeah, I remember you text me during that. I'm like, yeah, dude, that was that was pretty. I mean, that was more of like the like, oh shit, like. I just like how it started too. You see that couple in bed, and she's like, "Where are you going?" He sees like his eyes doing that thing, and he just jumps out the window and 
She's like, oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Not nearly as sweet, though, as the freeway sequence in Matrix Reloaded, though. Watch that today. And that's still a pretty kick ass sequence. I mean, the fact that I think Warner Brothers built a 10 mile freeway for that, all the filming of that. Like, you know they, what? They Props didn't clear... to them because usually that would just be CGI. It's kind of cool that that was practical. Yeah, they, they didn't clear LA freeways out or anything like that and take days to film. They built a freeway. Now I'm just curious where they, they put that sucker. Like, where did they re- get? I don't remember now because I think a lot of it got filmed in Australia. I just remember oh, where there's just a bunch of empty land. That it, makes sense. Yeah, it's been a while since I've looked this up. But yeah, I just remember hearing about them actually building a freeway to film on. God, that's going to be hilarious. In a couple of years, they'll be like, I'm at the Matrix 4 freeway. Just a middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of some, yeah, some more thoughts on any good sequences. The, 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 character, the new characters are fine. I like seeing Jada Pickett Smith's character again. I like yeah. what do they call that new world? Zion's gone, and this is Zor. Zion, Nio, Neo, Nio. I forget the name of the new, new town. New, new town, though. That was kind of cool. Some good stuff there. I don't know. I mean, there, there's definitely cool visuals here and there, cool stuff here and there. But overall, I thought the story fell flat for the most part. Maybe upon rewatch, if I rewatched again, it'll get better. But it does not come close to touching the original trilogy. Definitely does not even come close to anywhere near close to the original one. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Not at all. Damn. Like you said, like we just wanted to see John Wick in the Matrix at this point. I don't even think we got that, really, to be honest. I mean, there were some cool fight sequences with with, uh, Neo. But, but that's like another John thing Wick is cool. we wanted John Wick. Like if we're not getting new, we want like some John Wicks or like, cause you could very easily do that. But the John but, Wick movies also have a lot of good choreography. Yeah. And the, the, also was the, again. the four shield stuff was cool for a while, but it got really old really quick. There's a little too much of the force shield stuff. So, but you're right. I wanted at the very least, I'm like, I just want John Wick in the matrix. And I don't feel like we got that. I would rather just go watch the John Wick trilogy. Or matrix one. And two, maybe. Matrix one and two, and eh, three, two. Either the original trilogy, Matrix trilogy, or the John Wick trilogy. But yeah, I don't think I'll be, I might see it again, but I don't think I'm going to be revisiting this one very often. I don't know. Yeah, like this one of the things, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of pausing when I watched it on HBO because I'm like, I kind of do the same thing where I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to go get some beer real quick, you know? And I think if I had seen this in theaters, I think I'd be just like, fuck this movie. I hate this. I might have left. Oh, really? I I, I would have stayed. I mean, you were like texting me like, "Eh, you got 30 minutes left. Uh, Just there's nothing. Nothing. Yeah, well, I more said that as a joke because I'm like, I know if you already watched two hours of it, what's like 20 minutes plus 10 minutes of credits? Yeah. You know, I was like, no, I'm just going to finish it. You're like, I need my complete thought of how bad this movie is. Maybe it's going to pull out something crazy in the last 20 minutes. Oh, no, it didn't. Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. There's cool stuff. I like seeing them flying around at the end, like Trinity and Neo. That was cool at the very end with them, the shots of them flying off and boom, cut the credits. Right. Uh, I don't know. To me, the movie wasn't a complete dumpster fire. It wasn't total ass, but it wasn't anything special either. I think overall, if I were to grade this out, I'd give it a C-. Oh, I'm like, 
I'm like in D F territory. I think maybe D because it like is as much as like I didn't really like the movie. It didn't really go anywhere. And also it's just like like you said, like it kind of sets up like maybe this is going to be a new trilogy. But at this point, I'm like, I don't want to see a new trilogy. If this is the start of it, I don't want to see it. True. The only reason that anybody wanted to see well, Matrix two and three is because the first one was awesome, groundbreaking. And then this one more rehashes stuff and, you know, doesn't really do enough. He doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't do enough to push anything forward, even though there's so much, especially modern context that you could push forward with this movie and make it more relevant. I guess we just got to wait for Avatar 2 to get blown away again. God damn it. I keep forgetting that that's (laughs) happening. 2032, (laughs) don't you remember? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't want to see that movie. But then it's been so long that I'm like, yeah, I have to see this movie because what the fuck, James Cameron? What the fuck? Uh, how would a James Cameron directed Matrix movie? I think he might have done a better job, honestly. I think they probably should have gotten the guy who did John Wick, who was a person who worked on the Matrix. Hell yeah. That would have been cool. Are right, you talking me into it? I'm, I'm lowering my grade to a D minus. Okay. Two, well, I was going to say, let's do solid D. Okay, you we can D minus solid D territory. Like, I would not go see us in theaters unless you really want to waste your time and money. Because also, like, two and a half hours. Cash grab that made no cash. Yeah, I'm like, two and a half hours a long movie. If you go into a theater, you also have half an hour worth of credit. So you're there for three hours. Well, here's the thing this definitely requires beer to watch. But man, you're going to be like pausing and having to pee, and in the theater, you just can't do that. No. I don't know. Like, Again, it's hard because it's like it might it might have been a solid app if I didn't watch it on HBO, mm-hmm. which you can do for the next almost three, like three weeks, three weeks at least. You know, so I would say if you're really, really curious, have a decent setup at home, I would just watch it at home. Daniel, upon, upon recording this, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Well, shall we wrap it up here? Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad because I'm like, oh, man, I was just like so put off by this movie because I was kind of excited for it. And then I'm just like, how did it miss the mark this much? That kind of just put me off. And I'm like, <sighs> missed it pretty good. Is it pretty good? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it, it I mean, it sucks because it's one of those movies like I don't love. I, like I want to like I, I like watching movies. I also like playing games and doing other stuff. So when I sit down and watch a long ass movie, I want to I want it to feel like like I want to enjoy it. So I don't just feel like fuck. I just wasted two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how I feel. Well, yeah. that is our conclusion to the Matrix, the Matrix Resurrections. Definitely never announced in theaters. Well-known you can still, if you're curious, I'd still. It's on HBO Max. Watch it there. But yeah, it's not one to run out seeing theaters. Go see Spider-Man again. Yeah, I'd rather go see Spider-Man again. I'd much rather. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us inside the Matrix at uh, movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. And let us know if you want to get back into the Matrix or if you're out of the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so weird that we could be headed that way. Zuckerberg's trying to create his own matrix. The meta. So crazy that we could be headed that direction. We're headed towards Ready Player One territory. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's ready, it's like Ready Player One territory first and then full-blown matrix. Probably. Unless uh 
Terminator Rise of the Machine stuff happens first, and it's that kind of war. That's also true. Who knows? Instead of using, instead of using, instead of using us for energy, the machine's like, there's a threat. Nuke them. <laughs> Who Fuck knows? Them. <laughs> the future holds. God, I love the Terminator movies, like the first two. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for downloading the show. Last show of the year. Wow. Cool. Yeah, well, it's fine because like I, I did check it. I'm like, okay, there's nothing really coming out for the, the next couple weeks, essentially until Scream comes out on the 14th of January. So we have a couple weeks to kind of get some lists out, uh, do some stuff, and just kind of maybe get caught up on some stuff that we didn't end up getting a chance to see. So that, it should be good. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, hey, I just thought tonight, as we're recording this tonight at midnight, the first episode of Book of Boba Fett. God, I know. I know. Oh, Part of me is just like, oh, should I take a nap and just watch the first episode of Midnight? <laughs> right. But I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to work tomorrow. But then I'm like, do I? But then I can't like be on my phone or do anything like social media related until I go and until I get done and watch it. That's right. Well, yeah, can't wait for that. All right. Well, till next time. Cheers. Cheers. Excuse me.